Did you, know? you breastfeed as a kid? Did I breastfeed? I didn't lactate. No, did we? Was that, was <laughs> no, I that's breastfeed? The, that's the right word, yeah. Uh, was I breastfed? I'm going to imagine I was. I think I was as well, but I want to say either me or my sister was allergic to titty milk. Oh. Yeah, tough spot to be in. Well, do you think that it's like... I'm going to call my mum. Call your mum. Hello. Hello. Um, You're on Grifter of the Week. I've claimed that I was allergic to your milk. Is this correct? No, Amy was allergic. Oh. Right. I couldn't make enough milk for you. Oh, hungry <laughs> oh, really? boy. Really? All right. Well, I wanted no, to get I to the bottom of that. I didn't have enough milk for you. It was Amy that's allergic to my milk. Right. Are you recording what I'm saying? Yeah. I sound horrible on record. No, time. you sound beautiful. All right. Thank you, Lockdown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. Oh. <laughs> God, that hurts. So we're here recording and a whole bunch of protesters have gathered outside yeah. the building. They're, they've barricaded the, the exits. We can't get out. We're forced to just sit in here and record. Uh, 1080. Terrible. Terrible. So this is probably the most like localized topic that we've done so far. Like right. 95% of the world's supply of 1080 is mm. used in New Zealand. Is that really? Yeah. The 5% yeah. of it's used in Australia to kill like really vicious animals. Right. But the rest of it is all ours, baby. Uh, if you're not from New Zealand, you're probably thinking, what the hell are all these angry people yelling about what's banned 1080 what is 1080 i'm here to tell you 1080 is a poison that new zealand uses as a pest control primarily to kill i think bushtail possums oh i thought they were gathering outside the no leavings those brand new 4k tvs yeah right they've decided that <laughs> only 4k is acceptable it's, from it's, now on it's 2021 youtube has said that 720p is no longer hd yeah time to get rid of 1080 so basically we need to do a brief new zealand history lesson sure. we basically have a lot of native birds and uh lizards and like, we've got a bunch of native wildlife mm -hmm. that because new zealand is so like isolated in the middle of fucking nowhere in the climate that it is they basically evolved absolutely no way to defend themselves whatsoever yeah like the kiwi is like it's just the shittest bird it's a fat little flightless yeah. bird it's like less defense mechanisms than a chicken so not only kiwis though like tuataras kias like pretty much every animal that's like native to this country just sucks at surviving in yeah. an environment well, with they, any predators they at all they didn't have cats right no there was nothing there was no like yeah it, yeah. it was a uh, maybe it, gareth morgan was right honestly yeah gareth morgan has a point but the colonizers come over and they bring pests white people yeah the, all of the the bad pests the possible the Karens. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Has she ever expressed, like... I've never really talked to her about it. I, my mom yeah. isn't a Karen in the typical sense. She's not at all. And I'd be deeply upset if, like, to be a Joel was to be, like, a wanker or something. So, the white people brought the animals over that kill all of our native animals. We have to now, as a result of that, mass poison the animals that we brought over mm. in an attempt to control the population. To save all our native birds. Yeah, so... Because people's main thing, if I remember correctly, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here or not, is that the dog... It. It's really hard to pin down what the main thing of it is because right. I've, the more I've looked into this, the more I've found that everybody who wants to ban 1080 has their own like weird angle. Like it's Do not have, like an alternate poison they want to sell. Or... Interesting that you. Is fucking, that, is that interesting that you fucking say that, man. It's always so easily transparent. Yeah. Like, it's like when fucking Christchurch happened and the owner of Gun City was like, "I don't know. I think we should just wait it out." It's like, thanks, yeah. man. We all give a fuck about what you have to say about gun control, you dickhead. Okay, so basically, going all the way back to like even the 80s, you can find people 
people who are very upset with the government's use of 1080 in our country. Is 1080 going back to the 80s? Yeah, 1080's old. I thought it was like some 2010 shit. No, the drama surrounding it seems yeah. to only be escalating to a point where like right now is like the height of 1080's. Like, really? It's escalating. Like it, it's crazy. It's, it's not slowing down. The, f- the first question that we need to clear up before we go on is, is 1080 bad or is 1080 good? Yeah. And I'm not going to waste your guys' time. 1080 is good. If you think that 1080 is bad, you're dumb. If you're already at a point where government research and like peer-reviewed papers and is not enough, they, they just keep spam releasing like, no, 1080 doesn't do this. No, 1080 does is not it, do this. Is, that it's, is it like that it is good or is that it's... It's not that it's good. It's that there is no alternative. Right. It's, it's this or the fantails go. Yeah, exactly. It's this or there's no Kiwis, bro. Like you have to choose one. So yeah, that's the 1080 debate fucking closed. Now we're going to be, be talking about the band 1080 movement right. because that's the part that I actually find interesting. Mm. This show is called Grifter of the Week and that means that I have to qualify this group as being grifters. I'm going to probably mention a couple of names, but I just want you to know that there is no one person responsible for band 1080. It is a hive mind, a, a really stupid hive mind, like a hive mind in a coma is, okay. <laughs> is what we're dealing with here. Right. Let's start with the baby formula, shall we? I was actually working at Pack and Save when this happened. So I remember it fairly well, but I just remember being a very confused 15 year old boy. And what had happened is an anonymous threat oh. was sent to Fonterra yeah. and the other big farming company. Uh, Good to only have two of them. <laughs> yes, it is. So that in cases like this, all you have to do is email one cunt and shut down the entire country. Anonymous threats were sent to Fonterra saying that if they did not stop the use of 1080 poison, that babies in the country en masse would be poisoned by baby formula that had been laced with 1080. What would happen if a baby were to ingest 1080? They would die. Stupid question. Um, If you ingested it, you would die. I don't think so. Well, you actually have to ingest quite a lot, actually. I'm too strong. It's... Although I am allergic to fucking cheese, so maybe not. Well, yeah, I was working at Pack and Save at the time, and I remember there just being this massive freakout around baby formula. Yeah. And, like, all the baby formula got pulled off the shelves, and the whole country was freaking out about baby formula. The police arrested a 60-year-old man, Jeremy Hamish Kerr. Jeremy Hamish Wanker, that's an easy one. Who pleaded guilty to two charges of blackmail and was sentenced to eight years, six months of imprisonment. Kerr had a... It's not bad for threatening every baby in New Zealand. Yes, but also... don't breastfeed them, I guess. I mean, like, blackmail's kind of a weird crime, though, because, like, you're not really doing anything, but you definitely are. Does he have a financial stake in the game? Did Kerr develop a rival brand of poison called Ferrotox and made... these threats for financial gain, uh, hoping that the right. that they would all switch from 1080 to his rival brand of poison. Mm, 3840. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> In 2004, so this is before the baby formula incident, anti-1080 activist Philip Anderton posed for the New Zealand media with a kiwi he claimed had been poisoned. An investigation revealed that Anderton had lied to journalists in the public. He had used a kiwi that he'd found caught in a possum trap. That's you, like, yeah, that's perfect. Because you literally found a kiwi that's a victim to the thing that 1080 is like trying to solve. And also, so trapping is like a really commonly brought up alternative to 1080. Those things are fucking brutal. Did you ever see those videos? No. Oh God, they're horrific. Of animal traps. Yeah. Like what, what do you mean? Just the possum traps they put out in the forest and shit. Have you ever shot a possum or anything? No, never shot a living creature. Oh, good for you. Uh, So basically you have this guy who's posing for New Zealand press with this kiwi that he took from a possum trap yeah it's fucked which was put there in absence of the poison that yeah. he is trying to get rid of and I suppose he's just held, holding up like a mangled fucking kiwi and he's like look at what 1080 does 
Bless you, brother. Uh, my question is, is this guy holding up this fucking mangled Kiwi uh, responsible for his actions and no one else's? Or right. should we look at Bantinady and go, hold on a second. Yeah, you guys should fucking chill out. Um, I'll let you reserve judgment again as we move on to the next guy. Right. In 1995, Jeez, Louise. this is a long time ago. This is well I before wasn't the... I was born. No, I was, I was but a gleam in Gary's eye. Basically, at gunpoint, a helicopter that was doing a 1080 spray yeah. was hijacked by really? this man. And he flew it with hostages. Uh, let me get the Oh my floor. god, this guy's playing GTA. Yeah, he is. Here we go. A man who once hijacked a helicopter at gunpoint to protest against aerial drops of the poison 1080 has died of cancer. Chris Short died at, uh, Tuesday at 51. Chris, life too short. A keen hunter, Mr. Short, blamed his kidney cancer on his exposure to 1080, which is not true, mm. which is used by the Department of Conservation and other agencies to control possums. Last August, he staged a six-night vigil on Mount Tongariro, demanding that an anti-1080 documentary be shown on television. He then served eight months of a two-year prison before being let out. Right. Um, he did hold the helicopter crew at gunpoint for five days on top of the mountain. That's pretty bad. So, God, fuck that. Here's my question to you again, Joel. Yeah. This man in 1995 who's hijacked a helicopter, five people, and flown them to the top of a mountain? Yeah. Is he solely responsible for this, or is it the Band 1080 movement? Yeah, I'm starting to think that you want me to say it's the movement's fault. Well, I'm getting warmer. Can you see how, like, comparing this to, like, one fucking, like, protester doing some crazy shit, not being, yeah, like... Yeah, it's the pattern, for sure. But it is interesting to note that this man who flew a helicopter full of five people on top of the mountain and kept them there for five days got eight months of prison time. Yeah, the And the guy guy. who threatened every baby in New Zealand got eight years. People love babies. Threatening to kill them usually sours one's opinion of you. I just feel like if I were one of those people in the helicopter and I'd be like, eight months? Yeah. This guy flew me up a mountain, man. For five days. That would be terrifying. Five days. Well, I I think it would be terrifying, but by like day four. Well, yeah. You're like, fuck, just kill me. Come on. Just kill me or show this documentary at this point. (laughs) Fuck's sake, I don't want to be on Mount Tongarero anymore. You also have... I, I, I was reading a couple articles about how people were leaving pellets of 1080 outside the Department of Conservation as if to like frame the Department of Conservation <laughs> for, just like, for just randomly leaving like, fucking oh, poison around. Oh shit, all those 1080 pellets came out of my pockets. Yeah, I think that what they would have hoped is yeah. like some kid would come along and eat it right. and then it would be traced to the Department of Conservation sure. and then 1080 would get banned. But yeah. again, these fucking people, what it takes for them is like a kid dying and like that's why it's so confusing to me and I don't trust it because if it were just about the animals i'd get it but it's not it's a bunch of angry white old people in new zealand who don't give a fuck about animals at all so what other angles can you take from it right so you've got the profiting from it. i'm selling my own poison how else can you profit from bantinady um becoming like a niche celebrity i guess yeah so that's like the the main um other one is it's a massive fucking industry like this is books yeah books um merchandise uh it's a community And, like, honestly, the merchandise sales for, like, Band 1080 alone is, like, fucking insane. Did um, he have any stake with the documentary? No, he just really wanted everyone to see it. I'm going to do that, uh, but for um, prisoners. <laughs> prisoners? Yeah, you the, just want everyone to be more cultured? The, the, the fucking <laughs> um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Well, I remember. Here's a story. One time, I think this was last year, I got into an Uber, finishing my shift at McDonald's late at night. I got into the Uber, and there was, like, a screen between me and the driver. And this was pre-COVID. So maybe it was yeah. the year before last. And on the back of 
the seat was a screen that as soon as I sat down turned on and I was like oh okay I guess there's like TVs in the Uber like that's yeah. kind of fucking dope and it auto starts playing a video and there's no like interface to like switch between <laughs> videos or anything like that I'm like okay yeah. I guess like it's playing me a little movie yeah. and the movie's like fluoride in our water <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. our waterways are being infested by the government with fluoride and here's what you can do about it and I've got mm, this might be like an 18 minute drive yeah you're fucked <laughs> to my fucking house we should bribe Uber drivers to play Grifter of the to Week to play Grifter of the Week I agree that'd be so funny but what I think is really interesting is that he installed the screen yeah. because he knows that he's like kidnapping the enforcing <laughs> like he uh, if that screen wasn't there I'd go hey <laughs> yeah. turn this fucking propaganda off I'm just trying to drive home That's so, so he knows funny. so he's he fucking you. soundproofs me into this room with the fucking <laughs> yeah. fluoride and, and you know what the worst part of it is what? I don't know if fluoride's good anymore <laughs> yeah. I don't know fluoride might be bad he got you he might have gotten me man yeah. it's enough to at least put doubt in my head because I watched the stupid I watched yeah. the whole thing I couldn't yeah. help it <laughs> yeah. Um, just sitting there with your eyes closed uh, and I think that like the uber brainwash is like a really smart play and we player. should do it f- for more things so Caleb that was a great segment thank you well structured yeah succinct thanks I learned something new yeah had some laughs along the way I however <laughs> have not had much time so I've thrown this together in a couple of hours mm-hmm. and so the structure of my segment is really about stretching out the time yeah even this preamble is designed <laughs> to shave yeah. some precious seconds off the top. Oh, um, so in the sp- I was feeling guilty about dragging the 1080 segment. No. So in the spirit of that, mm. why don't we play a little game called Guess the Grifter? Uh, edit me out, out, me going and put in like a jingle for Guess the Grifter. Maybe. <laughs> all right. <sighs> Another day at work, eh? So- Just filing all these reports here and oh the paper's a bit loose i should maybe attach these all together one i'll get my stapler out oh, i can't believe this someone has put my stapler <laughs> in gelatin oh i can't believe this are you talking about the uk or the us right now uh well you guess the grifter what am okay I well giving? i i can tell that there's this see, is related to the one. office okay Somebody's... that's clue number one that's clue okay. number one okay ah someone's put my stapler in gelatin i bet you i know who it is i'm gonna go over to their desk and and see what oh oh my god open on their screen is a cia plan to indoctrinate <laughs> youths by yeah. normalizing their war crimes and popular culture uh john krasinski john krasinski krasinski or as I've kind of clickbaited the title Jim. Jim from The Office Jim. but um, it's not about Jim from The Office as a character it's about John Krasinski but before we get into that in my research I came across some fun facts and if you'd indulge me I'd like to read them out to you well educate me John Krasinski's directorial debut was a film called Brief Interviews of Hideous Men and while the movie received okay reviews I personally hate the film as now I have to rename the documentary I was making about Caleb's ex-boyfriends here's the thing that is a funny joke yeah i just like to make it clear yeah that's the opposite of true what are we it's you- not about how attractive I am it's yeah. about how attractive I am to the gay community you're right that is true moving on A Quiet Place received criticism from viewers who thought that the plotline of Emily Blunt getting pregnant during a sound sensitive apocalypse was unrealistic as anybody with any logical foresight would just use a condom or pull out I disagree with this however as I have seen what Emily Blunt looks like <laughs> what are you crazy John Krasinski met with several employees at different paper companies to research his role as Jim Halpert in The Office. He even filmed a visit he took through Scranton, Pennsylvania, and his footage actually ended up in the show's opening credits. He tried to do this again in preparation for his role as CIA agent Jack Ryan, <laughs> but unfortunately his footage of an innocent <laughs> was a little too shaky. Oh no. 
let's be really clear. We're accusing him of being a CIA asset, and let's justify that really quickly, okay? So John Krasinski stars as a CIA agent in the series Jack Ryan, and here's what he has to say about that. The coolest thing ever for me, I mean, I totally nerded out when we got to the CIA. I, I think I probably embarrassed myself, and I'm sure they have it on tape. So um, they were the most unbelievably generous, kind, smart people, and more than just learning about their life in the field, I got to hear about you know, how it weighs upon a marriage, how it weighs upon families, how do you, how do you keep going as a, as a person, not only an, uh, 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 an officer. So I, I owe them everything, I really do. The CIA is something that we should all not only cherish, but be saying thank you every single day. Keeping in mind that there is a Wikipedia page called Human Rights Violations by the CIA yeah. <laughs> I was that features only confirmed information, absolutely no conspiracy theories mm. at all, only confirmed verifiable facts about the CIA's actions that sits at over 12,000 words. <laughs> Jesus. What is your take on John being okay. like a CIA propagandist? Oh, I'm glad you've said that because hearing him talk about how not only did he get to learn about the CIA, yeah. But he got to learn about the weight that the CIA has on families. Yeah, it really it, stresses you out. It stresses me out, man. The, I mean, the day I came home after assassinating Martin Luther King <laughs> in order to stop black people from liberating themselves. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I laid my head down on that pillow and it really took a toll on me, man. If you could be so kind as to take a quick break from, you know, assassinating minority leaders. Yeah. As to uh, teach this fucking white guy that we've brought in some yeah. cool kung fu cia moves yeah on the deal that he'll suck off our agency yeah seriously if you're listening to this seriously just google the cia yeah, I, I really one time I, I was going to like include like a top list of the yeah. crazy shit <laughs> yeah. there's just no point no anytime a socialist government pops up the cia's done something fucking crazy to shut them down assassinating just pulling people off the street and never them never being, being seen, seen again. again i'm not going to get into it just google what the cia has done you can come up with your own conclusions as to whether or not the cia is a good or necessary thing mm. but john krasinski definitely directly profits off of propagating them as a good thing and i personally yes. disagree that's why he's here as a grifter he also has some other grifts yes he does but i'm setting up the cia thing to turn you because he's such a lovable guy so that when i get into the more like well people, passable stuff yeah we don't want people wondering well are they not going to mention the cia stuff well that and also like I, i'm trying to poison the well so that when i accuse him of copying movies like, <laughs> yeah you're more on my side than yeah because i i absolutely am aware that mm. everyone loves Jim from the office yes and no one gives a fuck what I think so now that I've poisoned the well with his CIA with antics, the, the waterways I've got three examples here of John Krasinski is it plagiarism yeah just stealing, good <laughs> just stealing good ideas. so John Krasinski did not write the first drafts but he does have a writing credit on a film called a quiet place so he had to have known that the script that he did a pass on mm. before he directed it which was written by two other people was stolen like so blatantly like because i watched both of them yeah by the way um there's like a little girl in it the who book has the same like health problems so yeah. the book features a little girl who has a hearing disability mm. she's deaf and because she's deaf her entire family knows sign language which means that they can navigate a new world dominated by silence yeah in this apocalypse where these monsters that are hunt via sound and are blind yeah that's such a specific idea yeah i'd definitely say so the script even if it's parallel thinking the script which came after the book has to have it just copied that definitely. book it has to be I'll, 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 I'll indict them right do we know what that now. book's called it's called The Silence okay after that they make an adaptation of 
the silence mm. and people accuse that film of, of copying, copying a quiet, a quiet place, place yeah, right uh, maybe i'm just like dumb or whatever i haven't seen people really talking about the fact that john krasinski and emily blunt are the stars of a quiet place but stanley tucci stanley tucci yeah is the star of the silence right yeah stanley tucci is married to a woman by the name of felicity blunt emily blunt's sister oh so it's plausible that they were all having some sort of like family dinner and john krasinski <laughs> was like what are you working on at the moment and stanley's like ah oh, well you know it's this movie where there's yeah. this like deaf girl and um i like survive the apocalypse with her and John Krasinski had to be like what? like he had to have known about John, it John, John's like hold on let me just grab a pen real quick there's just no way that he was not aware of the silence he's literally related to the star of the film okay here is where my hot take comes in did John Krasinski steal A Quiet Place from The Silence absolutely is A Quiet Place a really good film and The Silence one of the worst I've ever seen yes I would rather live in a world where A Quiet Place exists than that it doesn't exist um, but he did absolutely mm, steal the idea I don't know if I agree with that also what A Quiet book? Place features uh, the deaf girl in that movie is actually deaf whereas the and The Silence is just some chick okay although well no but we can say that okay great she great. does have tinnitus and I have tinnitus so you know that's yeah. one point do you want to explain what tinnitus is? Uh, tinnitus is just an absolutely un diagnosable condition where you have a violently loud ringing in your ears if you've seen baby driver it's what he has i want to go yeah. to halloween one year as the guy who saw baby driver last week yeah not the yeah. guy from baby driver no but the guy who saw baby driver a yeah. week ago and was like yes fuck yeah and he's got sunglasses on and he's got yeah. earphones in like yeah, all yeah. of the time and if you're trying to talk to me like takes one of them out to yeah. fucking talk to you yeah i don't know what it is about driving movies but like guys that watch drive the ryan gosling mm. film become that guy we should both go to halloween you go as baby driver i'll go as driver yeah and uh, we'll see baby how many driver. women we can yeah. lose friendships with <laughs> yeah um, uh, John is also one of the co-creators and main producers of Lip Sync Battle. Ah, oh, yes. Um, oh, wow. Here's the thing. Is Lip Sync Battle just a drag show for straight people? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely, undeniably, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, lip sync competitions are like a thing, but yeah. like the way the show is formatted, the fact that they do often cross dress on the show, the way it's structured is just the same as drag shows. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is just lip syncing a song. And it's and also like watching fucking um, like Steve Buscemi yeah. saying, oops, I did it again. Yeah. To, to, to just really boil it down to, hey, I recognize that guy and I recognize that song. <laughs> yeah. But they're not singing the song. No. They're just, li I hate lip syncing, man. Well, lip syncing as a form of entertainment is terrible. And like to remove it from like the community aspect of drag culture, there just is no value I've in celebrity. Lip I've been to a couple lip, lip sync shows before. Yeah. It is like a performance, right? Like, yeah, sure. It's still a dance at the very least. At the very it's least. It's a yeah. choreographed dance, which well, is I'm, like a difficult thing I'm to do. I'm absolutely not taking away the like community and cultural aspect of drag shows that lip sync. I will say, I have been to a drag show where they did just genuinely sing. That would do, be better. Like, proper, that would be a lot better. So the host did proper good stand up, and then the queens genuinely sang and danced. Yeah. And I liked it, and it was good. I'm going to make it very clear drag queens are fine by me lip syncing can go fuck itself i was watching lip sync battles in fucking primary school one time this kid did like a 15 minute set of michael jackson dressed up as michael jackson danced like michael jackson um you gotta wonder how that kid feels about michael jackson now yeah <laughs>
<laughs> that would suck, wouldn't yes. it? Yes. To would... have footage of you. Imagine if there's just footage of you dressed up as Bill Cosby doing stand-up. Yeah. For a fucking talent show. To a fucking audience of game developers. And... <laughs> the final grift of John Krasinski. And um, I'd like to thank you for carrying this next segment for me. You're welcome. I'll do it for you. John Krasinski pulled off probably one of the craziest heists in entertainment history that I've ever seen, right? So what he did is he made a show during quarantine yeah. called Some Good News. And the show is yeah. a new show yep. populated with only good news. Now It's got some celebrities on it. Heaps of celebrities. Now it's got Brad Pitt doing the weather segment. Not only is that as an idea, so it was unoriginal when SourceFed was doing it like a decade ago. Yeah, not, there's absolutely nothing. All he's doing is that. like taking aggregate sites like BuzzFeed or like yeah. that have like... Yeah, there his, are websites out there that are like an aggregate of goodnews.com yeah. and fucking Jim from The Office literally cites them... He just reads them out loud. ...as his source. He's yeah. like, they've collected a whole bunch of news stories so I don't have to and then I just rip them off. But the value that that show was incredibly popular... People loved it. ...because it was populated by Jim from The Office, fucking Steve Carell, Oprah, Brad Pitt was the yeah. weatherman on the show, right? Yeah, it was massive. That's the value, right? He sold the show to a network and then he was like, and by the way, I'm not going to host it. Yes, exactly. Or be involved with it at all, really. So the only thing he actually sold was the idea of a news show mm. called Some Good News, mm. which is a show named... Oh, I'm, put, I'm going to put him at number one, man. You're making me so angry. Um, if we, I'm already like Jim from The Office is number one. I fucking hate John Krasinski, man. Because, because the, the idea of Some Good News is the most deeply unoriginal one that he's stolen by far. Um, right. To start a good news network in the middle of a pandemic... He started it... You know that month where they had the... George, where the world ended? Where, yeah, I remember they that had month. George Floyd happened yeah. and we were in quarantine. Mm. And so there was this whole thing with like people protesting, but also COVID's going around. Yep. It's a complex situation to navigate. Should people be protesting? Absolutely. Is there also a pandemic and it's kind of unsafe if they're out there? Absolutely. Yep. Very complicated time yes. to navigate the news and what is right and what is wrong. Yes. So to put to here's a polar bear <laughs> sucking itself off. Exactly. Isn't that funny? There are now, would I watch a video of a polar bear sucking itself off? Yes. But then I would go and investigate the rest of the news. It's about how you frame the news. Instead of saying climate disaster is going to kill the entire planet in fucking a month, you say, this country is leading the charge against our entire planet being destroyed by the climate. Here's what they're doing and here's what other countries are not doing. Absolutely. Like, you can frame news to be positive and like not depressing sure. without recklessly abandoning the idea that we should do anything about the world. There are so many good news shows on YouTube. How do you feel about like corporations moving into like YouTube? Um, I don't like it, but if someone wants to buy Grifter of the Week, <laughs> and we'd, by the way, Caleb, you might think to yourself, Joel, you can't just sell Grifter of the Week because then now I've got this fucking job that I want. Don't worry about it. We don't have to actually no, we don't host, have to show up. We don't have to write the show. We don't have to no. host the show. All we have to do is executive produce. What we, we can sell the name Grifter yeah. of the Week and the concept that two people pitch grifters to each other and then we just don't have to do this fucking show anymore. For some reason, I would I, love... I don't think that this is relevant. I'm sorry, but I'd, I'd love to see fucking like Paul Henry and Di Henwood <laughs> pitching grifters to each other on some like <laughs> terrible yeah. corporate version yeah. of the show. Paul Henry, he goes, today's grifters, Indian people's last names. <laughs> and then Di Henwood goes, my grifter this week, people over 5'3". <laughs> 
Here's what I imagine if he had sold it to the network and did actually still work on it, yeah. it sort of going like. It would be like, <laughs> welcome to some good news. I'm your host, Johnson Krinsinski. Uh, in last week's breaking news, the CIA solve another communist crisis overseas. Moving on, uh, here to talk about the uh, Blizzard Activision um, lawsuit, <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> So, Caleb, in conclusion, Jim from The Office, mm. bit of an asshole. Yeah. Is his involvement with the CIA less than pleasant? Yes. His track record of producing film and television, deeply inspired by others, we'll yeah. say. And his wife, beautiful. Right. Have is... you seen Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, you're going to talk about the press-up that she does? By golly. Now, is my girlfriend way cooler and more beautiful than Emily Blunt? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love her so, 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 so much. Yes. But Emily Blunt is really hot. And you can't take that away from Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but props for you, Jim. So, how do we go about ranking these? these I'm literally, I'm literally going to vote right now to put Jim at the top. You're going to put Jim over Australia, um, the anti-vax guy. Yes, really. Yeah, I, I hate him. I'm not. I can't agree. Okay, with that's you fair this. enough. We can settle. We can we can negotiate. But I won't have him in the lower half of the list. I'm going to put him probably I think, just under Elon, right? I think between Mark Zuckerberg and Dr. Penny Patterson. So okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah goes, that's good. That's good. Yeah, Dr. Penny Patterson, Jim from the office, Mark. Zuckerberg. And then we've got the Band 1080 Party. Yeah, what do we? Who have hijacked a helicopter, threatened every baby in New Zealand. Uh, I reckon we put them just below Jim. I think we put them just above Ace Family. And the only reason that it's not worse is because it hasn't really broken out to be an international issue. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me everywhere at Probably Not Joel. Although, I did a bit of a vanity search of my username to see what comes up. Oh, who's Billy Mitchell now? Well, I'm deeply concerned with my real identity being fucking leaked. However, I thought I was the only one, and you're not going to believe me. I thought I was the only one that used the username at probably not Joel. Who? There's a fucking, and they've only used it once, which is so damning. Listen, you can just think I'm lying, right? Someone has signed up for an anime forum (laughs) with the username, I promise you it's not me. An anime forum? With the username probably not Joel. What do you mean an anime forum? I don't know. It's an anime website. I didn't fucking look into it that much. If you're probably not Joel. But the thing is, I'm the only probably not Joel on. On Instagram, Twitter, yeah, I've everywhere. S- I've looked as well. Yeah. If you want to find me on any platform, it's probably not Joel. If you're on a website and there's a probably not Joel, odds are it's me, except for <laughs> exclusively this one anime website. Yeah. And I'm begging you to believe me. Yeah. Caleb, where can they find you? Well, sorry. Look, you've managed to now lay the groundwork for people to find your identity when it leaks. Yeah. And the only part of your username that you're embarrassed about, you've <laughs> managed to form a perfect defense for. You came in, you're like, oh, I'm worried about people finding my identity. Just in case people do, the anime stuff stuff is not me well i know that's why i said that you can i 100 percent expect everyone to think that i'm lying all right that's fine i swear to god name someone and i'll swear on their life hold on what's your favorite anime uh, what is my favorite anime probably seen more naruto than you've seen anything else uh, yeah you've probably seen like one episode total of dragon ball yeah. and then like no other anime right yeah like i've seen thank you god i envy you <laughs> Naru- yeah i've seen like a couple of sasuke arcs and mm. naruto because i watched it with um caleb and no. friend of the show lachlan anyway happy grifting everyone happy grifting